Hey, hello everybody. My name is Carter Hall, and with me today I have the guru, guru of graphic design, and also the master of the spicy ranch sauce at Sarkis Burrito Company in Amarillo. <laughs> um, Isaac Galan, thanks for coming on to the podcast, dude. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. I'm glad to finally get on the show and talk a little bit. <laughs> also on the air, since you're on the air, I like to say, nice hat, dude. And I always kind of dig that hat. Thanks, man. Yeah, I uh, <clears throat> I know I've gotten a little bit of heat for wearing like a, a Yankees hat or something here and there, you know, so I thought I'd represent Texas, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, so I was kind of saying, though, you're kind of like a wizard when it comes to like, graphic design and just designing stuff like that and photography and editing all that area. So I just kind of want to know, like, um, when it comes to like graphic and des- like, graphic design and it's like whole, whole entirety, um, how would you describe your creative like when you go about creating and designing? How is your creative process? How would you describe that? Um. I don't know, man. It's kind of it's kind of hard just because um, like I personally like to make my own personal graphics for like any big trades in the MLB or any kind of sports or like um, just staying up with the times, you know, so um, you'd have to know what's going on and all that stuff. And so all all of that stuff kind of inspires me. So like just the other day, I made a, a Nelson Cruz jersey swap where he got traded from the the twins to the Rays, and so I completely put him into a Rays uniform, and um, it's just really cool, man. So like when things like that happen, then I'm like, oh yeah, I got to get on it and like get yeah. it done so people can see and all this stuff. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, when when stuff like that happens, I I have my desktop and my desk at right here, and then I just put on YouTube and uh, there's a station called well, it used to be called Kill our chilled cow now it's called lo-fi girl but it's just lo-fi beats and that's just all i listen to while i vibe out (laughs) that's pretty neat man so man i remember when nelson played for the rangers like once upon a time i don't know if there's many people who may remember that like he was like killing it back in the early 2010s and 2011 that time he was just really like killing the cover off the ball it seems like back then yeah that was uh what a good Good ten years ago when they could have won the World Series, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah, man, we'll kind of dive into that a little bit more, but uh, I just want to talk about, I guess, later. I guess if that's cool, but yeah. um, for graphic design, like, um, I'm trying to think, what steps do you think have you afforded to get to where you're at now? I guess in the whole creative graphic design process, like, what steps do you think afforded to you to get to where you're at? Um, uh, man, what I definitely did. I I reached out to other graphic designers. I I like to pick their brains too because I mean everyone does things so differently. All these creative people have different thoughts and go different ways. And so um, <clears throat> I I definitely pick their brains and I'm like, hey, or like if you were to do this or do that, like how would you do that? And then I tell them my perspective as well. And so it, it's kind of kind of crazy to think like not. Well, not everyone does it the same way, so um, I just take those bits and pieces with mine and then just mesh them together. And um, you you definitely keep learning. Like you learn something new every day. Um, I mean, I've been doing graphic design uh, like eight year, eight to ten years now too, and so I mean, I feel like I could probably still learn 
50% more of the programs I use and stuff. So it's just a learning thing. You always got to keep learning. For sure, man. Um, what kind of software do you use to edit and everything? Yeah, so my main thing is uh, Photoshop. That is, that's my baby. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i more of a composite, I'd say, graphic designer. Yeah. Isaac? Hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm sorry. I kind of froze in my end, but I don't know if it was like, like doing something wrong. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> you're good. I'm to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, we're good? Yeah, I got a frozen screen for a quick second, but you're good. Uh, okay. Um, okay, I'll I'll start that bit over. Let's see. Um, I was asking you about your favorite, I guess, software to edit in. Right. Okay. So my favorite program that I use is Photoshop. So I'm a composite, or I'd like to think of myself as a composite graphic designer. And that just means kind of more pictures, like take them apart, put them together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's my forte. I mean, I I can make a logo or some other stuff too, you know. I mean, it's definitely not my like favorite thing to do, but um, – I mean, I I know the knowledge and how to get that done, and I use Illustrator for that as well. So, um, but no, I I definitely spend I'd say at least ninety five percent of my time in Photoshop. Oh, cool. So, um, with your style and anything like that. So, I just want to know because like I'm not too savvy when it comes to Photoshop or Illustrator or anything like that. I just know the basics, very like basics, like bare bones of it all. So, because I'm more like video editing based and audio based, so like I'm the complete like opposite spectrum of everything. Right. <laughs> so, um, I just want to know, well, I guess, who, were, did you have any inspirations, or what, did you look at any arts or anything like that, or any graphic design? Like, oh, this is pretty cool. This, this, this was my interest. Like, this piqued my interest, or were you just like, maybe that was my influence, or did you just go in like dive head first and like, oh, I want to do this all right on my own? Yeah. So. Um, when I was in high school, um, I had a, a job at a newspaper company. And mm-hmm. so when I was first working there, I would just, I was just kind of like the errand boy or, Hey, this needs to be clean, go clean that. And I'm like, okay, cool. And so, um, <clears throat> I actually met one of my really good buddies there. His name is, uh, Yuli Tabares and he's a, he was a graphic designer there. And so, um, he is the person that like made me or not made me just like just think about graphic design and i would i would just kind of look over his his shoulder while he was working if i was cleaning or doing something for him and i'm just like oh man that's cool how'd you do that and so um (laughs) I, i would probably bug him every day uh just asking him like oh that's cool how'd you do that or how'd you do that and so um, I would say he, he definitely helped me a lot, definitely helped me a lot and inspired me because, um, <clears throat> that just, just broke my, my shell open, you know, like when I first was doing graphic design, um, I was, so I started learning a little bit here and there. And so at the newspaper company, they started asking me like, okay, well, here, you can do an ad or put this together and stuff so that that's kind of what sparked it and so then I started to 
roll into doing more personal work and um, just kind of going for it, man, you know. So I, I see definitely a lot of people on like Twitter and Instagram and definitely like on ESPN and stuff too when like news happens yeah. and they have graphics made and I'm like, dude, that's so cool. I want to do that. So um, that that's where my kind of interest has been coming in from and Hold on, you're frozen again. I <laughs> hold on. Hey Isaac, you're frozen again. I'm sorry. Oh, you're frozen. No, you're, you're good. Back. You're good. Sorry. My minute. Uh, yeah, you're good. You're good. You're moving now. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sorry. You're <laughs> sorry. You're talking about your newspaper again. That's where I left off at. <laughs> okay. Um. Do you want me to start from the very beginning? No. You just I guess where you left off at. You're good. Okay. Um. But yeah, so at the newspaper company, they would just finally give me a shot to like put ads together here and there. And so, um, that just kind of sparked my interest and all these people from ESPN and Bleacher Report, you know, they post these news of just different sports news coming out. And so I'm just thinking to myself, like, that's like, that's what I want to do, you know, like do that or work for a sports team or, do something of that nature. So I've been trying to trying to grind and see what I can do. So <laughs> that's pretty sweet, dude. It looks like that grind is finally, you know, taking you somewhere. Cause I see, like, I tell you this, it feels like all the time or a couple of times here and there. It feels like some of the graphics I see from you or feel like they're like legit, like ESPN or type stuff from what, from what I've seen. So, so I think from even like you said, working at that newspaper starting out to where you're at now, it feels like it's really grown a lot. I've seen. So I think it's pretty cool, you know, even that Nelson Cruz one. I think I saw it the other day, and I was like, man, that, I thought that was – for a quick second, I thought it was um, ESPN. I was like, oh, man, he did get traded. I'm like, oh, man. Like, <laughs> I, didn't even reckon, I didn't process that you, you were the one who made it at first. I was like, man, this looks legit, you know. So that's pretty cool how you started out from there to where you're at now. So that's always pretty cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's it's definitely a grind. I'm still learning too, so I, I hope uh, it takes me there someday, so. Oh, cool. What are your plans, like, as far as, like, what do you take, what do you plan to take your graphic design career? Like, what's your ultimate goal? Um, I don't know. That's kind of, kind of a hard question. I mean, I, I honestly changed my mind a lot. <laughs> so, <I'll meet> you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, that's cool. Or no, that's cool too. But, um, but no, man, I just, I, uh, I mean, my main goal is just, I just want to, my artwork to be out there you know man and so like i want i guess companies or people to want me if that makes sense so um <clears throat> yeah i i definitely i want to work for a sports team for sure i mean it can i mean obviously the main goal would be rangers you know like do do their cool stuff for social media or for the stadium or something you know um but yeah, I'm I'm just trying to take baby steps here and there. I mean, if there's a big company or something that wants me, then I'm taking that, you know. So yeah, sure. You you'll be there one day, dude. I can see that totally. You getting there to the Rangers level or Cowboys or something that mainstream. I can see it. But uh, so you kind of spoke on getting your I guess your artwork and graphics out there and anything like that. And speaking about that, I kind of want to dive a little bit into it if you want to. Um. You have a Facebook or Instagram uh, profile called 
Golan, uh, is it Golan or Gra- Golan Graphics, right? Yeah, Golan Graphics. Uh huh. So that's pretty neat because if I was like, that's like I go, I looked out there and I get inspired just like looking at that stuff. I'm like, oh man, this is really cool. Isaac's out here doing anything. How did that whole account come about? Uh, for like, how was that initially started for you? Yeah. So um, it it's kind of crazy. So I a while back I used I used to work at Budweiser and so <clears throat> I had a quite a be a quite a bit of friends there and they uh, they were starting to stream a lot on Twitch and so they they were like hey Isaac make me like a cool logo for my account or something or um <clears throat> make me like a cool banner and I'm like okay yeah that's cool whatever and so that started coming in a lot and so I I had like quite a bit of people asking me for um logos or banners or something for their their own like twitch page or facebook or whatever you know and so um and not too long after that um there's like these people from like forex exchange like the um bitcoin currencies and all that stuff you know yeah um so there's there's quite a bit of people in that realm and they go out and speak to people and try and recruit them and all this stuff and so um they they started hitting me up too for some flyers and so at that time man i was like holy crap this like there's a lot of work coming in just like freelance contract work and so i was like i need to be a little more professional so i made (laughs) all, all these uh facebook pages and instagram and all that and um i just wanted to just uh post my work you know examples and all this stuff and be like okay well like i've done this before or i've done this and you can see my work here um so yeah and then uh my instagram page i really don't post too much of my actual work work there it's more personal work so um yeah, yeah i mean yeah that's pretty neat too so like you talked about grinding and anything like that and trying to get your work out there so people could see it and anything like that. I just want to know, like, what advice would you give to younger people or other people that, I guess, who are thinking about getting into the graphic design world? Like, what advice would you give them? Or just starting I, out? I would say make connections anywhere. So um, I've... I've met quite a bit of people in my classes when I, when I've been going to school. And so, uh, I mean, I have really good friends that do graphic design or photography. And I mean, all these creative classes, you get to meet these people. And so, um, it, it's definitely good to make those connections just because like if they make it big or if you need something done that they're more, um, savvy with i mean you can ask them questions or have them help you out with anything and i mean i made good friends with my one of my graphic design professors and i mean he's he's like a a good buddy now so um yeah and also i'm big on twitter and i love to see everyone else's graphic design out there and so i've i've made a lot of friends through Twitter too. And I've always, <laughs> I know I probably bug the crap out of them. And if I see something cool, I message them. I'm like, dude, that's cool. Like, would you like, how'd you set that up or whatever, you know? So, um, but yeah, connections I would say is a hundred percent and always keep learning. I mean, 
you're not going to know everything and you won't. Yeah. He said, this is kind of a process to keep, you know, keep working towards your goal. Like even for me in podcasting, it's always, I learn something new every time it seems like. So, um, kind of, we're going to transition a little bit now. Talk about something, some other fun stuff. That's cool. Talk about some sports and that's cool. And I guess something that every time we hung out, it's, that's something that was, we talked about sports at some point. So no, the first question I kind of have to bat, I think I know where that's going to go. It's maybe more of a rhetorical question, but um, Des Bryant, was it a catch? hundred <laughs> percent. I'll yeah. put my whole bank account on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's kind of ironic now that we have Mike McCarthy coaching us now after all that, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, if he can have the refs turn over that call for us later in the future like he did back then, you know. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, it's just kind of crazy. I think, you know, I was just talking to one of my buddies of mine, and it felt like cause he's a big Cowboys fan, too, and um, he's like, I was thinking, like, I want to kind of get your take on this, too, maybe a little bit more, but um, it felt like for that year, back in 2014, when that whole it wasn't a Cats or it was a Cats situation, it felt like that could have been the year that Cowboys could have made a great push towards the Super Bowl that year. So it felt like we really, if it had been a Cats, we probably would have won that game, probably going into playoffs even more. So, I don't know. I, I felt like if he just had a time he's seen to go back in time, I don't know. I felt like we could have won the Super Bowl that year with Tony. Yeah, that, that would have been great because, I, mean, uh, I mean, they changed the rules now. And so the yeah. current day, if that were to happen, that that's a catch. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's really – a pain that it had to happen back then but um yeah i i think they totally could have taken it and given tony his ring that he deserved you know but it just stinks. you know it just stinks too that tony had to retire without a ring you know yeah it's and that's just one thing that that kind of as a cowboys fan that kind of eats at me sometimes I'm like man i wish tony would have gotten a ring that year yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't yeah. know why it's just like as cowboys fans like man that kind of stinks. I know, but uh, but I definitely see him getting the ring in the future as a coach for sure. Yeah. Hopefully with the Cowboys. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, you know, maybe taking over Mike McCarthy, who knows, maybe one day or even a coordinator or something. Yeah. But, uh, so kind of speaking about Mike McCarthy, how do you feel about him being the coach now? Like he's already had a season, a little bit of you know time under his belt with the Cowboys. So what are your what were your initial thoughts of him being brought in and him, I guess, spending some time with the Cowboys now. What are your initial thoughts, or I guess your thoughts now, compared to when we signed him? Yeah, so I was pretty happy when they they first got him because I'm like, okay, Mike McCarthy, you know, he's he's done pretty well in the past with the Packers, you know, and so um, I think last year was just real unfortunate how everything kind of turned out. Um, so Dak got hurt, and then Blake Jarwin right off the rip at the beginning of the season, you know, he tears his ACL or whatever it was. And, um, man, it, it was horrible. And then I forget who the defensive coordinator is, and I'm glad he's gone. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that these little pieces come together and uh, that they stay healthy because I think that was the problem last year is um, they weren't healthy enough. No. But I think, but I think Mike McCarthy is 
he he's going to get rolling and in the process and get comfortable. And I think it'll definitely be a better year, hopefully. So. I think so too. I think we can only hopefully get better because it feels like last year was kind of like, you know, one of the craziest seasons, not just for the Cowboys, but for NFL in total. Cause you know, one, we had COVID going on, the COVID season going on, and two, Dak got injured. So it's like we had all like all this stuff against us pretty much. And then, you know, our backup quarterback at the time, Andy Dalton, um, you know, he was doing good, even, you know, decent without Dak being there, you know, and he was end up getting, you know, concussion and COVID, you know, back to back to back. So it's like <laughs> everything was going wrong. So um, what do you think about Dak coming back? What do you think that he's going to be like as a player or quarterback again? Um, think we're getting the same Dak or a new one, Dak 2.0? Shoot, I don't know, man. That's kind of a hard question. Like, I mean, I'd love for him to be uh, back how he was, but I mean, that was a pretty gnarly injury, and I hope he's, I hope he's 100% before he gets back and grinding hard, you know. But I think he'll definitely be a great leader. I think he'll be even a bigger leader than what he was. Um. But I, I don't know about player, man. I, I hope he's, I hope he's there. I mean, he, he's been, he's been good for when he started until now. So, um, but yeah, I mean, even if he's not 100%, I think he'll still be pretty good. So, well, me too. I think he'd be great. I think he's, the thing is though, I think he'll be able to hopefully have a full season this next season. And hopefully he'll be back, you know, with, like, a, He'll be back with him. Like, not I don't know if you want to say a chip on his shoulder, or just not chip, but like more of like a a willing to be better. I guess to, from last year, if that makes any sense. Like he's he's got so many weapons now. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got Steve mm-hmm. running behind him. And then he's also got C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, and all these other put tools that he can just not so much worry about having to run for his life, you know, or anything. Right. He's got all these amazing <laughs> targets to run to, you know. It's just kind of crazy, you know, from that crazy gnarly injury he had last year, you know, it's like, you know, ironically, not ironically, I guess, I don't know what word to use, but I guess like for, for lack of better terms, ironic when, you know, Dak had that injury, you know, Tony was calling that game, you know, and, you know, it's like, man, what a weird timing for, you know, Larry, it's like, man, I think, I remember Tony was like, man, I think he's got a cramp in his, his leg or something like that. I'm like, the bone's sticking out, Tony, I don't know what you're seeing right now. I see yeah. I was like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his his bones literally sticking out. It's not a cramp. <laughs> I'm like, dude, like I don't know what kind of cramps you're having. My, like when I have a cramp, I'm like, my leg or whatever after the gym, like because my bones not sticking out on my butt, Tony. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of crazy. So, um, you know, you know, it's it's already been released. You know, it's not like I'm some inside reporter breaking news or anything like that. But you know, just recently we heard that the news that the Cowboys are going to have the hard knocks, you know, this next for this next season, you know. And are you looking forward to that, or are you kind of just like kind of whatever about it? Oh no, man! I I remember when I was a young teenager, man. I uh, I would be hyped about the hard knocks on HBO all the time, you know. So I would try and watch it every year, and I can't remember the last time the Cowboys had it. It might have been like. 2010 or something but um yeah it's it's my team you know it's hard knocks it's next yeah. comeback season it's gonna be it's gonna be good yeah for sure what are your um 
what are your expectations for the season? I don't know if I already asked you that or not, but sorry if I have, but what are your expectations for this Cowboys season? Uh, defense, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's okay. all I'm worried about. Like, our offense is great, and if they stay healthy, you know, but, uh, yeah, defense for sure. Um, and I'm going to say it's the year. Just kidding. Um, but no, I, it'll be a good run. And uh, I just want them to be good. And yeah. again, it's been a while. I mean, they have their moments here and there, but always fall short of stupid ideas or health or mm-hmm. just little things like that. So I hope they uh, they bring it all together. Me too. I kind of hope, you know, we got we picked up some defensive picks in this draft. So hopefully, this most recent draft. So hopefully, we can utilize our defense a little bit more and maybe fix the like fix the pieces where they need to be fixed and then pick up and keep going strong like we always were you know and mm-hmm. like we were years past but uh kind of talk about hard knocks you remember you said like kind of growing up watching it in your early teens or anything like that um but i just want to ask you as a like a big cowboys fan because you and i are both big cowboys fans um what are what was if you were to Take a favorite Cowboys moment of yours that you watched or anything like that of all time. What would it be? Oh man, so uh, I can't remember the year it was, but um, me and my dad actually went to a game and yeah. in Dallas, and they played the Rams, and uh, it was one of the craziest moments. So uh, during the yeah during the game. Uh, Tony Romo was about to take a snap. And so it was the game wherever I forget who the center was back then, but they snapped it and it went over his head like 20 yards and started rolling and rolling. And Tony picked it up, you know, and was like dodging and weaving all these uh, Rams defensive players. And um, somehow he like rolls out and um, makes an amazing throw. And yeah, I I forget that game, but. Oh my gosh, that was so crazy. And I was like, how, how has that even happened when I'm here? Like, it's, it was just crazy because I, I was pretty young then too. And it was really cool. Um, also another moment, which is kind of funny. Um, so it was, I think three years ago, Tampa Bay went into Dallas and my brother in law, he's a big Tampa Bay fan. So, uh, it was just me and him that went. Yeah. And, um, sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was fun. And it was funny that, that was the, the year that Zeke, whenever he ran for a touchdown, he jumped into the Salvation Army pot, the red pot. Yeah. That, that was the game too. So I was like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> you've, been, you've been in some great Cowboys games, like with some great memories in them. I know. I mean, that's like two out of the three games I've ever been to too. And I was like, well, two, three. Coolest moments, I think. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But uh, I remember I went to I've been to well I've been to two. Well, let me rephrase that. One preseason game and against the 49ers, like years just years ago, like right right when the stadium first opened. So I was like a little like 11, 12 year old kid. I didn't really know what was going on, but um, I was just admit, like admired by the big TV or Tron that they pretty much have in the you know center of the field, but. I went back my sophomore year of high school, back in like 2013 or 14. 
uh, for one of their, I think, first, maybe in the first opening game of the season that year. It was the last year that we had DeMarcus Ware at defensive end. It was that same season. And uh, who's a GOAT, by the way? He's one of my favorite players, I think, for the Cowboys. But um, Oh, yeah. So my my this is my favorite moment, memory of a Cowboy uh, fan, uh, being a Cowboy fan. He, the very first play, I think we, I think the, we were playing against the New York Giants that game. And Eli Manning and all of them, you know, like, oh man, we're probably going to, I wonder how this game's going to go. It's, it's, a, it's a Manning brother, so we're probably going to get killed this game. I don't know. <laughs> and, but I think they won the coin toss, that, so they elected to receive the ball. So we kicked off. And uh, the very first play of the game, I don't know if you remember this at all. So um, Eli Manning, he, he goes, I think, he lines up, snaps the ball, and he throws it to the left side of the field to one of his receivers on the left side. And I don't know where Demarcus Ware like comes out, and I don't know where he came out of. It was like, a, and then he like intercepts the ball, like the very first play of the game, and like he the whole I can't describe it. I mean, you then you know what it's like how like the stadium just goes wild and crazy and anything like that. Just mm. I never heard anything so loud in my life before and anything like that. I was like, man, that's one of my that's a really cool moment that I got to watch. You know, it's like. That's what that's what one memories play stuck with me this whole time. So that's pretty cool that I got to watch it play like that in person, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. I totally remember seeing that. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy too that you know, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy that um, Demarcus out of anybody's got a Super Bowl ring, even though it wasn't with the Cowboys. I'm just happy he got a ring of any, out of anybody, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely deserves it for sure. Yeah. If anybody else, can you think of anybody else you think that deserves a ring that probably hasn't gotten one yet? The Cowboys. Um, I know we kind of mentioned Tony and Demarcus, but unfortunately Tony never got one. But right, you know, honestly, um, Travis Fredrickson, I think he deserves one. Man, he is he was balling out, and I mean, he went through all his health conditions and all that stuff too. And I mean, he's a champ for sure. I, mean, I, I think the same thing. You know, another person that comes to my mind is. Uh, Jason Witten, I think he deserves mm. a ring for sure. Yeah, I that's true. Out of all the stuff that you know, he's the stuff he grinded. You know, he's getting up there now. I don't know if he's retired yet. I know he played for Oakland for like a year, but yeah, he in Las Vegas now. But I keep right, I right. To get to Las Vegas, but joke <laughs> in my head still. I still got to remember they're in Las Vegas now. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. He's he's definitely not getting that ring there, but <laughs> <laughs> they got Car at quarter quarterback. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I just want to talk about I guess um, who would you say for the Cowboys? Who is your Mount Rushmore like of quarterback or not quarterback of Cowboys? Hmm. Take four of your favorite players from the Cowboys, like your top four Mount Rushmore. I would say Emmett. Emmett Smith. Great pick. Yeah, he's. I mean, you got to. Watch, I grew up watching him, and he's badass, man, you know? Um, All-time leading roster. Yeah. Let's see. And then, yeah, I would say Jason Witten, man. I mean, he, he has all those records for tight end. and Yeah. Um, I mean, shoot, he played one week after he broke his jaw and got it wired shut, you know? That's crazy. Yeah, it's you know unreal what he can do. Yeah, um, yeah. So Emmett Smith, Jason Witten, 
shoot, I don't know, man. I would say Roger Stahlback. Oh, yeah, another great pick. And then uh, Tony Dorsett. Oh, yeah, Tony Dorsett. Yeah, I I got to get those classics in there, man. They're, those were, I think, uh, just kind of inspirational people and uh, classic people, man. You got to gotta have them remembered on the dallas side <laughs> for sure you always gotta represent those you know those legends when you know the people when some of the people who helped build the cowboys are what they are you know mm-hmm. the legacy yeah. they helped build. but um who would you say or least i mean you kind of named your mount rushmore so i kind of go on the opposite kind of puts you in a spot again but who were some of your you don't have to name four but just some that come to mind but who are some of your least favorite Cowboys? Do you wear a uniform? You think Cowboys uniform? This time that come to mind. Uh, I would say. I mean, recently Randy Gregory. Oh yeah. I mean, if he can get his life together, he'd be cool. But it's just kind of annoying, you know. Um. You know, this would actually sound pretty weird. It, I think he's he's great and also has his moments. It's uh, Roy Williams. Oh yeah. He, uh, I mean, nothing against him. He is a great player, you know. But he's the one that caused the horse collar tackle call. He he hurt a lot of people, but I mean, that's part of football. And um, I mean. I think his legacy was kind of stained from that. And then also, of course, he had to be with the Cowboys, too, you know. So yeah. that that just kind of sucks. I mean, I that's the only reason I would say that. But Yeah, I can understand those two, you know. I mean, they've, you know, like you said, his he was kind of stained, you know, after what everything, you know. But that's kind of crazy, though. Everything, you know, everything those two have done, you know. But, um Kind of transition a quick a little bit now about baseball. If we dive into baseball now a little bit more, yeah. So I remember uh, you played baseball back at Tascosa for a while, for like all four years, right? Yeah, yeah, I played. Uh, yeah, all four years. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cause I remember you. Uh, you played with my brother Brandon, and um, y'all two played together. But um, there's, we're not gonna. I mean, so. I remember, of course, you, you're a Texas Rangers fan. You're wearing the, one of those classic hats right now that I like a lot, the baby. Oh, player. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so I kind of ask, like, have you been kind of like in tune with what's going on with the Rangers this season at all, or have you kind of just been tuning them out a little bit? It's, uh, <laughs> it's a love-hate relationship, man. Um, yeah, I, I try to stay in tune as much as I can, at least with, uh, rosters or, like, up, upcoming prospects, you know, like that's always cool to see like these young kids come up and um, just kill it. But um, I, I rarely watch a game. It's probably like one or two a week just because I know they're probably going to get smashed, you know? So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I still try to tune in and um, watch as much as I can. I mean, I get my updates on my phone too for every game too. So, if I'm not able to watch it, I'll just be like, oh, yeah, there's another another uh, blowout today. <laughs> yeah. You know, I got I do the same thing with my dad. I always joke around with him or Brandon. Like, 
So uh, how much do you think they got beat today? You know, like how much, how many runs, you know, as a joke, because it feels like more, more often than not, they're probably lost the game, unfortunately. I don't hate saying that as a Rangers fan, but it's like the ongoing joke I have with my dad and my brother. It's like, man, it's tough being a Rangers fan, like especially right now. It's like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's like, I want to cheer them on, but it's like, man, y'all make it so hard sometimes to cheer for y'all. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think right now for Rangers fans, you just kind of have to take the punches and roll with it. And hopefully we'll be rebuilding finally soon. <laughs> yeah. Do you think, um, do you think, you know, because they're kind of rebuilding, re- rebuilding, I can't speak, I'm sorry. Um, do you think we'll be back to the 2010 or 2011 team? Do you think we'll be ever as good as we were those two years when we went back to the World Series back-to-back? I know we lost the World yeah. Series, too, but, like, you know, because we had a lot of great stars on that team. We had, you know, Michael Young, Josh Hamilton, Ian Kinsler, Mike Napoli, all these yeah. great Nelson Wolf Cruz. Fans. Nelson Cruz. Like, like, yeah, Nelson Cruz. I remember one memory of Nelson Cruz hitting that walk-off Grand Slam in the playoffs that one year against Detroit. And, you know, he had a great at-bat, you know, and everything like that. And do you think it will ever be as good as we were those two years? Uh, not, not soon. I think, uh, it's definitely hard to get back into the playoffs and especially in baseball. It's, I think that's probably the hardest playoffs like series you can think of personally, not just because I'm a big baseball fan, but, um, I mean, the odds are very, very slim of winning or getting even to the playoffs and, I mean, they have the longest season, so I mean, so many people get hurt and tired by then too. But, um, but nah, I think it'll probably be uh, wow, a good five, ten years again, man. I think it'll be, I think it'll be a while. For sure, I can't think that too. You know, it's, you know, I think it's gonna be a little bit, a little bit too. You know, before we start seeing something, you know, it's like we have, you know, Joey Gallo still and. Uh, Dallas Garcia and all those guys, you know, who are great players, but it feels like they just came at the wrong time. It feels like they just missed that time. You know, had they been here maybe with Dawson, like 2010, 2011 time, it felt like those guys would have been just great. I don't know. That's what I think. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm just like a big Rangers fan, you know, but I don't know. Right, right. So um, as we kind of start to, like, as we wind down a little bit more, I want to put you back on the spot one more time. Um. So who would who would you say your Mount Rushmore for the Rangers are? Uh, let's go with I would say Michael Young. Yeah, he's my mine too. Oh yeah, <laughs> then I love my boy Adrian Beltre. For sure. Yeah. Got to put him uh, up there. Yeah, I got to put him up there and. Uh, Dang, I don't know, man. I might have to say Nolan Ryan too, you know. Seven millimeters. Yeah, I mean he's he balled out too. Then uh shoot, I don't know, man. I would say If you're drawing a blanket, all fine. If you if you can't Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. Okay. I would I would probably say Rafael Palmero. Oh yeah. Yeah, he he was one of my favorites growing up. Yeah, he's pretty. Those are four great picks. 
you know, and well, a lot of great, you know, I remember a lot of members watching those guys from, especially Beltray and Young growing up, you know, I wore, when I played baseball younger, when I was younger, I wore Michael's Young, like Michael Young was my favorite player growing up, and I wore number 10 because of Michael, so it's like, that tells you how much of a fan I was of Michael's, even though I didn't play for, like, I was an infielder, I was a right fielder, and I was like, like I was like, I want number 10 because Michael wears number 10, that's the only reason why I wore number 10 growing up, but I was like, I'm not gonna be good, but yeah, I was like, yeah, that's only why I number wore number ten. But um, so kind of last question um, I want to ask you is the same question I ask all my guests. So, um, what three things are you grateful for currently? Uh, I would say I'm grateful for my health, my house, and my family, and all my friends. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, dude. So, um, thank you, Isaac, for coming on. I had a blast talking to you about everything. So, hopefully, you had some fun too, because I did. And thank you to everybody who listened and everything like that. And hopefully, everybody has a great weekend. So, thank you for coming on, Isaac. Yeah, thanks, Carter. I was glad to come on and talk a little bit about everything. So, it was pretty fun. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. And everybody, go. Hopefully, one day you'll you'll see Isaac, you know, working for the Rangers or Cowboys or some big professional team someday. <laughs> yeah, cool. we'll see. We'll, we'll try and get there. <laughs> well, thanks again, man. I had a yeah, fun. no problem. Yeah, me too. Bye. All right, bye.